On the phone with me this morning is Bend Mayor Melanie Keebler. Melanie, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Very nice to talk to you today. Appreciate you spending a little time with us. So uh, all morning today we've been talking about the meeting that the Bend City Councilors had with the Warm Springs Tribal Council yesterday. Uh, tell us about that historic occasion. We were just really honored um, to host our neighboring governments of the Tribal Council of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs and uh, really great to meet with them and start to form a relationship government to government. Um, Bend is located on the lands that the tribes ceded when they signed their treaty. And it's really important to us to not only we acknowledge that every meeting because we want people to know that, but it's important to take action too and actually have a relationship with them as a, as a sovereign entity and a government and start talking about our shared issues and how we can work together. Now, your goal was to hopefully do this once a year. Has a uh, annual meeting been set up yet? We um, are going to be working on that next. We're going to put it together kind of a, a, a memorandum of understanding and commitment to meet at least once a year, um, and we'll go up. We'll go up to them next time instead of them traveling to us, um, and continue going forward with you know what can we talk about when it comes to water, when it comes to growth and land use, right, um, and all the shared issues that they have with us. So looking forward to making sure that's happening regularly and we're staying in contact with them. Okay. Well, uh, at last night's meeting, there was an update on public safety with the Bend Police Chief Mike Krantz, with Judge Bagley and District Attorney Steve Gunnels. Uh, tell us about that and what did you learn? It was a great moment to, to hear from our um, law enforcement and criminal justice system partners, right? So everything from when there's a first contact by police through someone going through the criminal justice system and talking to a judge. Um, so it was good to get a reminder for not only us, but for the public on just how that system works and what they can and can't do within the criminal justice system. And then there's questions we get from the public a lot um, that say, hey, we're hearing that you told the police not to enforce laws or that they can't do this and that. And it was good for, for Chief Krantz to explain um, you know, we enforce the laws per what the laws are and what our resources are, and the council doesn't actually have authority to tell us not to, not to do our jobs, right? Um, but he did say, you know, sometimes people have a particular expectation when they call the police about any kind of problem, no matter how big or small, and um, the police are going to approach that problem and try to find the best solution, and it's not always what people were expecting, which is maybe an arrest or something like that. They're not always making an arrest. That's not always the right thing to do to help resolve the problem. So it was good to get that information out there and also hear from the DA and the judge a little bit about how they're working through the system um, and helping people and what their limitations are, too. Um, there are certain problems and issues that folks have that the criminal justice system isn't isn't best set up to um, resolve. So good to hear from all of our law enforcement partners last night. So you had your very own little mini episode of Law & Order. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, did anything in particular come out, especially with, uh, with Chief Krantz, as far as what some of the most often questions or most often types of calls they get? Uh, no, we weren't. We didn't dive into that too much. We actually have a great um, dashboard of data on our website now, um, policedata.bendoregon.gov, which actually you can go and you can look up all the calls that have been happening in the last couple of years by type. You can even look on a map where calls have been called in um, generally. So that's a great place to look for all those types of things. We did see from the DA some stats about, um, you know, crime types, and most crime types are generally declining. Um, he was particularly concerned that we've seen more murders in um, the area in recent years than we have before. Um, you know, part of that is we're a very fast-growing city. We have a higher population. 
but always very concerning and something that the DA wanted to highlight um, that he's concerned about. Did Is there anything the city council that viewed as actionable or was this just informative? This is more of an informative um, meeting. The one thing that we do want to support and take action on is, and we talked about last night, was our adult treatment court, or also called the drug court, um, which has recently shut down. There's been some news about that and why that happened. Um, and we were just asking our, you know, them, how can we support trying to get that back up and, and back helping people to, to break the cycle of addiction. So we're happy to take action there where we can and help with that. Did homeless come into the conversation at all? A little bit, yeah. I mean, one of my questions for the judge, Judge Bagley, was, you know, she sees people come through her courtroom, they're being sentenced, or they're in the criminal justice system, and they're experiencing homelessness. And, you know, she said there's there's certain things we can do to try to help folks or certain conditions of probation we can do, but there's not a lot of tools or resources at her hands. She can't order someone to get an apartment. She doesn't have an apartment to offer people as part of their sentence that will help them avoid criminal behavior in the future, right? So, um a little bit of that is speaking to the idea of, well, if we just arrested everybody who was homeless or was committing, you know, low-level crimes, it's not really going to break the cycle um, because there's just not a lot of resources within that criminal justice system to help. We need a we need more of a wraparound approach. Is council aware of what's going on in the city of Portland, where the mayor up there has issued his two-week warning, and they're doing going they're going basically to uh, try to outlaw homelessness, if you will, if people aren't willing to go into a managed program or a shelter that uh, they're going to be told move on. Yeah, I mean, we're aware of, of different cities taking different approaches with their um, codes regarding camping in the right of way. Um, I feel really confident in our policy, um, and we are actually doing our doing our job and coming back and looking at it again. Um, next meeting, I think, is I believe when our work session on that will be just to see, get an update from our staff. How is it going on the ground? Are there any tweaks or any changes that we might need to make to make this work better for staff and for folks who are sleeping outside? So we're taking a, a comprehensive approach. We are, um, I think we have a good policy, but it can always be improved. So that's why we're taking a look at how it's working. Well, let's talk about Ben's comprehensive plan and development code. That was a point on the agenda last night. Text amendments. What in particular are we talking about there? So last night we had um, a little package of code amendments to our development code. And this really came out of the work of our affordable housing committee and some local developers that build housing and um, also our middle housing program, all looking for what are some barriers to these more affordable types of housing um, and middle income housing types that are in our code that we can remove. Um, so one of the things was in our, even in our high density residential, we have a maximum amount of um, density you can do, a maximum amount of homes. And there is um, some developers doing, wanting to do some smaller developments and go a little bit more vertical and build more homes. And our height allows it, but the density doesn't. So taking out those density caps just allows more flexibility. Um, we're still going to see the right type of, of homes built in those particular zones, but they're just going to be able to be a little taller and have a few more homes, which is what we need. Um, and there was some more kind of like technical stuff that is just a little bit of a barrier to getting the homes built that need to be built. Some of it had to do with how do you how do you provide sewer service to a triplex, you know, things like that that are pretty technical, but also can be um, a problem when people are trying to build those middle homes. So we're just trying to help remove those barriers if we can to make it easier to build the type of homes that we need in Bend. Vertical homes, two or three units on one lot, and no uh, parking mandates. Right. The, the, mar the parking mandates was something we did earlier this year. So this is, this is really drilling down into the 
the details and seeing where where still some little stumbling blocks that we can clean up that still allow us to achieve what our code wants to achieve, but make it a little bit easier to build homes. What can City Council do to stimulate building? Well, a lot of it is our main role is land use and, and regulation, right? So that's why we turn to our own code and say, okay, what can we do with our own code to make it easier? Um, the other side of it is that we do permitting, building permits, engineering permits, all of that. Um, and so that's a lot of the work that we've been doing so far in the last couple of years to really streamline our permitting process, make it easier to access, make it move through quicker, make sure we have enough staff on our side to review things in a timely manner so that we're not causing delays when people are ready to build. You spoke last week to the Oregon Home Builders Association. What was that like and what kind of feedback did you get there? Yeah, that was great. We had um, the Oregon Home Builders Association holding their housing um, conference here in Bend with the River House with lots of folks in attendance. Um, so I got to do just a, a little bit of a welcoming remarks to the group, um, was highlighting some of the work that we've done in Bend and acknowledging, you know, when we're talking about building homes for people to live in and that we need more homes, you know, most of the homes built in Bend were built by private developers and home builders. So we need to work together. Um, government needs to work with them and nonprofits and private developers. And we all need to work together on our housing crisis. So it was really great to see everybody there. We also had um, Rep. Emerson Levy, Rep. Jason Krupp, and um, Senator Knope were all there. The governor zoomed in and spoke to the group as well. So it was a really great conference to hear about what the state of the market is for housing and what some of the barriers are for housing and then how we can change those policies and get more homes built. Did the builders have any specific requests, ideas, thoughts they wanted to make sure was heard? A lot of what um, those policy changes are being recommended through is the Housing Production Advisory Council, um, which a lot of home builders, both affordable home builders, all types of home builders sit on that council. And that's where we're going to see, I think, a big raft of recommendations on all types from making sure we fund infrastructure like sewers and roads um, so that that makes it easier to build housing or regulatory barriers or there's a weird issue with insurance for condo buildings that needs to be fixed. There's all sorts of things that we can do um, to try to streamline the ability to, to build housing. And the governor has set a goal of, of Oregon building 36,000 homes a year. So to get there, we're going to have to make some policy changes. All right. Bend City Mayor Melanie Keebler, our guest this morning. Melanie, great to talk to you as always. Thanks, Frank.